0: Okay. Hello. Coming to you from my couch. (laughs) I have to be comfortable right now. I'm doing a solo show today. And from the show, you'll learn how to follow your gut when it comes to creative decisions, how to give yourself grace when you don't know the answer to something, why it's so important to know your process and not just try to fit into someone else's box. And how it feels leading up to a massive release of a project. And before I get into that, just want to make a few announcements. So as you know, my single is coming out this Friday, November 8th. It's going to be releasing right at 12 a.m. Eastern Time on all music platforms. So it would mean so much to me if you would download it. And I just want to say you've been a huge part of that finally coming out into the world. This podcast has without a doubt helped me finally push that music out you know it's sat on the back burner for a long time and talking with all of you and hearing your stories and really all my amazing guests it gave me so much courage to finally say you know what this is something I've wanted to do for so many years now it's just time to put it out and so thank you for your support and I hope you listen to it because the song is really all about the creative journey it's about the blood and sweat and tears on the way to become the person and artist you want to be. And that's A Road to Glory. So hope you'll check it out because it's really a song for you. And then my single release show is Monday, November 11th. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I'd love to see you there. I'm going to be playing Road to Glory as well as a couple of their songs from the upcoming EP. And my parents will be there, local podcast stars, Joanne and Mike LaGrasso. So it would be great to see you, to meet you, to give you a hug, say thank you for all your support. One other thing, I'm also going to be speaking on Saturday, November 9th at the Pretty Thing Tour here in Los Angeles. You can get more information on their website. I'll be talking all about how to unleash your inner creative. It will be a in-person version of the podcast, and I hope to see you there. So let's get into the topics. Before I go into any of the more you know planned out topics that I have for you, I just want to say how I'm feeling right now. I feel weird. (laughs) And I know that that's not really a very descriptive word. But leading up to the release, I just kind of feel like floaty, almost as if I can't believe it's finally happening. It seems so strange that something that started in my head is finally going out into the world after all these years of buildup. And it's exciting, but it doesn't feel real. And that feeling, I believe, is compounded by the fact that there's so much to do right now. I mean, I'm finishing up my speech. I'm doing the podcasts, obviously, doing all the planning for that, doing the prep work that goes into putting out the song, all the social media, the emails, the press, and then obviously my full-time job. And that's compounded by the fact that I'm going through a profoundly emotional transition in my life right now as well that I can't get into at the moment because podcasts, as you know, live in perpetuity. And I don't feel prepared to say anything about this particular situation as I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it yet. I'm still fully processing it. But one thing I will say is it's very interesting and challenging to go through a major life transition as you're concurrently working to put out a creative project. I don't think that there's any coincidence in the timing. This was a decision that I had waited. Well, won't say waited, but I had weighed for a long time, going back and forth and back and forth on whether I should go in one direction or another. And I do want to apologize to you for not being 100% forthcoming with what I'm feeling. But again, I just... I don't know exactly how I feel about it yet, so I don't feel comfortable saying anything definitively. But I do want to give a little piece of advice about making a major decision. So this is a decision I went back and forth on for years, almost six years. And I tortured myself over it because I didn't know the right way to go. And I kept thinking there was a right way you know, whether you're deciding whether or not you want to take a certain job, whether or not you want to go down a creative path, whether you want to pursue a friendship, or if you want to be in or out of your relationship, I think that there's a lot of pressure in our society to instantly know, like either something is right or wrong. But unfortunately, as we're realizing with so many things on this earth, not everything is binary. Sometimes there is gray. And I talk a lot about, you know, what I'd say to my younger self, and this isn't what I'd say to my child self, but what I'd say to my younger self with this particular situation is allow yourself to not know. In that period of not knowing, I beat myself up so much and it was unnecessary because when I finally knew, I knew and it it wasn't even a choice. It was just like I had to bring this thing to a close. And so I want to read you something that I wrote about it because I think it's good advice if you're battling with any major decision in your life. And here's what I wrote. For me, when it comes to making big life decisions, it's never just one thing that tips the scale. There might be a defining moment or a breaking point, but leading up to that, there were a million little moments that led me to the one where I finally knew. Give yourself grace until you have that knowing. The answers will come. Basically, what that means is don't beat yourself up along the way. You know, there's going to be tough decisions in your life. You might not know either way, but there's no reason to be in a personal fight club while you're waiting to know. Just be present. Give yourself the time and the space, and eventually you'll know yes or no. And when you do, you'll act on it. But until then, it's not going to make your life any better to torture yourself over is this the right way or is this the right way? Weighing the scales, like some sort of manic Libra. <laughs> Just give yourself the grace to not know until you do. And then when you do, you'll, you'll make the right decision. And that really comes down to trusting your gut, which is hard to do when we're younger. But it's something that I'm realizing is more and more important. And it's important to define, you know, what's trusting your gut from when you're letting anxiety ride you. And I think there is a difference. To me, anxiety is something that's like more heady. It's like I feel it in my chest. Gut is like this deep, I don't even know how to say it without getting too woo woo, but it's like this deep, ethereal knowing that almost comes up from like Mother Earth into your body where you don't feel anxious about it. You just feel like, I better do this. It's a knowing, it's a knowing. Anxiety is a spinning and gut is a knowing. And that's how you can differentiate between the two. It's really an it's how your body feels because your head will betray you. Your mind will betray you every time, but your body will not betray you. So, following your gut is really important and that has come up in this past week when it comes to my music video. So, I'm going to be releasing the music video at a later date than my song is coming out. And we were going through the first week of edits and we had picked this editor and she was good. And, but unfortunately, she just didn't have the sensibility that I wanted for this particular video. And, you know, I do something in my life where I will ask a lot of other people's opinions. And I know that sometimes that's good because sometimes you just don't know. But sometimes you're asking people's opinions because you want them to validate what you already know to be true. When you could just go with your own gut and save yourself and everyone else the time. But I was getting all these other people's opinions, and they're all saying the video looked fine. It looked great. But I knew in my gut that it wasn't right. And if I had just followed that from the get go, then I would have saved myself a few days and, like, you know, been ahead of schedule. But because I let it linger and I let other people talk me down, it, it took a couple extra days to make the transference from that one editor to another one. And so. In your creative projects, but just in your life in general, be sure that you agree with the people whose opinions you're asking. Because if you don't, there's there's something wrong there and there's a disconnect. Now, there's one thing if you don't have enough experience to really know what something should look like. But it's another thing if you have your taste in line, you know what you want, you've got the vision for the project, and you're still going to other people even though you know in your gut what is Right. So anyway, I ended up following my gut, despite the fact that a lot of other people were telling me it was fine, because I knew it's that Malcolm Gladwell book that Greg Holden talked about all all those episodes ago. You know, you have an inherent knowing within seconds of looking at something as to whether or not it's right. And I just knew it wasn't the right editor. It wasn't the right fit. So anyway, I made that decision. It was very tough. It was awkward to have to let someone go midstream doesn't feel good. But that's also part of becoming a business person, you know, is learning how to have those really tough decisions and do it in a way that holds space for the other person and doesn't crush their spirit. Because she was a talented editor, it just wasn't right for this project. It's, It's tricky. It's something I'm still learning, but I was really proud of myself for taking the path that was more difficult. In every way, because I had to go down to Long Beach and drive, which is like very far from Los Angeles, if you know this area, but drive to get the hard drive, drop it off to the other editor. I mean, that, that's just the logistics of it. Then I had to have a tough conversation. It definitely created more ripples. But ultimately, I have to do what's right for the project. And I hope you do the same when you have your own project. And speaking of gut, that leads me to another thing, which is knowing yourself. And that is such an important part of obviously bringing any creativity forth, but also just it's an important part of the creative process. And that's something I've really been thinking about lately as I've been writing my speech for the Pretty Thing Tour. Because, you know, I've given speeches before. I did one at Girl Boss Rally, but that was specifically about podcasting. So it was a little different. It had a specific purpose. This is more open-ended. And so, as you know, I take people's time really really seriously and I never want to do anything I never want to like do any piece of art that doesn't give someone something that they can take home and enact into their lives that day to make their lives better. And so I'm taking this speech really seriously. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on it like as I'm going through it. And and I think I do that with the podcast too. It's like I put so much pressure on, "Oh my gosh, this has to be the most amazing thing ever." And then I suck the joy out of the situation. You know, it's something I'm working on because I do think people can feel that on the other end if you're like enjoying yourself or if you're working so hard. And that's something that a lot of these spirituality and manifestation teachers talk about is you have to enjoy the process of something. So definitely note to self, try to enjoy the process more. But going back to knowing yourself and why that's so important as I was writing the speech, I was like Googling best speech techniques, like, you know, best ways to format speeches. And I looked at them and and honestly, none of them resonated with me. And again, I'm taken back to the topic of my show. It's called Unleash Your Inner Creative. Why am I trying to be like everyone else? You know? So then finally, I'm just like, you know what? That doesn't work for me. The, the standard structures don't work for me. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to start it out with a cool quote, go into why creativity is so important to me, go into who I am, my thesis statement for the speech. You know, but it, it, when you're making something, maybe don't do it like everyone else. Like rules are meant to be broken. And if we're going to pursue a creative path, why not do it all the way? Why not do it through your unique filter? that's the most creative thing you can do anyway. And that's what's going to make you happiest because creativity, whatever your creative path is, it should ultimately be a reflection of who you are. And the other thing was, I was also trying to put myself in a box by like sitting down and typing out a speech. When my whole life is about my voice, I sing, I podcast, I talk with other people, I coach other people, I act. It's all about speaking not sitting down and bogging myself down. I mean, even when I'm writing music, it's usually it's like something comes to me and then I sing everything all at once and then I go write it down and edit. Like, I mean, I've had whole songs come to me while I'm driving in the car, lyrics and everything. So I was like, well, why am I trying to do this speech differently than I do everything else in my creative life? So finally, I let myself be myself. and I just took my audio recorder, and by that I mean my phone. I don't know if this suddenly turned into 1995 for everyone else, but apparently for my brain it did. But I took my phone in the voice memos app, and I just started speaking into it. And suddenly this speech started flowing out of me because I think really well on my feet. And planning, too much planning, makes me really anxious. I don't know why that is. That's something I'll take to my therapist, But when I sit there and try to think of like the exact perfect thing to say, that makes me feel anxious. But when I'm just talking and free flowing, it just feels like me. It feels like I'm having a conversation with the audience. Also, you know how it's flowing better when you're actually saying it since it's going to be a speech in the end anyway. So yeah, know yourself and don't Put yourself in a box, you know? Don't put yourself in someone else's process. Yes, you can take little pieces from everyone else's, but ultimately find your own because that's what's gonna make you happiest. That's what's gonna make you unique. That's what's gonna make people resonate with you, is if you're being yourself, not if you're just trying to replicate what other people have done. So, I mean, like I even looked up other speeches about creativity. It's like, what am I gonna do? Write a speech that a psychologist wrote. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a researcher. I'm speaking based on my personal experiences and what I see in other people from doing my podcast and coaching people and producing people. So play to your strengths, not other people's. And don't try to fit into a box. I was trying to find a joke with that, but I don't think there's a joke. Just don't do it. (laughs) Finally, I want to talk about how I feel leading up to the release. I mean, I already hit on it a bit at the beginning. Something interesting that's going on right now, and I don't know if it's just because I have to be on my phone more, but I feel really addicted to my phone. Really addicted to checking how many people like things. And it makes you realize what a benefit social media can be if people are super engaged, I don't get it because I have this big social media following, but it seems like no one's seeing my posts on Instagram. And it's really frustrating because this is the time, you know, but I found myself really anxious about that. And I want to kind of get away from that. want to get back to the place where I'm just really proud that this is coming out right now. And regardless of the outcome, knowing that I finally did this thing that was for myself and stepping forward in this way to believe in myself, I want to kind of live in that a little bit more than I have been. So I guess more than like saying how I feel, I guess I'd like to set my intention for this week right now. And that is to stay present with how proud I am and with just like the things that I need to do in order to get the music out in the right way. But I don't need to be focused on outcome because I can't control that. And I get that logically. It's still hard because I still, I want as many people to see and hear it as possible. But all I can do is all I can do. And I can't control Mark Zuckerberg yet. (laughs) Uh, You know, that gets... That was a joke, obviously, but that does get into one other thing that I was talking with my therapist about this week and that I've talked with you about before, but that's that the best and the worst thing about you are usually the same. And I have this really interesting, awesome quality that can also be a really dangerous quality. And that is, I always think I could be better. I always think that I'm capable of almost anything. And that's a good thing because that means like I'm willing to work hard for things that I'm not doing yet. But in the extreme, it can be a bad thing because I'll beat myself up for not being to a certain place or I'll stay in a situation for too long that's unhealthy because I always think I can make it better. A good example of this would be, there's a song called I Believe in a Thing Called Love. It was a big hit in the early 2000s. And there's this artist that does an incredible cover of it. Her name's Nina Nesbitt, B-I-T-T. And she does it in this part of her voice. That I, I don't understand how she's singing in a pop voice up that high. Like when I'm singing in that kind of voice, it's like opera. But I, I don't know. This is probably illegal, but I'm going to play a little piece of it for you. Touch- So that's really, really freaking high. And I was driving to my therapist's office and, you know, it's interesting because I, even if it's not in my skill set at the moment, I'm like, I can do that eventually if I just work for it. And I do believe that's true with that song. Like, I think I'll get there and be able to sing that high in a poppy type voice. But, you know, you can also think that in dead end situations and it gets really dangerous. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember even how I got on that, but basically, again, it goes back to knowing yourself and to being able to control your best qualities so that they don't turn into your worst. Not there yet, but working on it. (laughs) And before I wrap out this episode, I just want to talk to you again and say thank you so much for all your support. Again. Without this podcast and this community, and those of you that I frequently interact with online, I'm really not sure that this music would have come out, or at least it would have taken a lot longer. You have been the push I needed to have the bravery to know that my voice matters and that I can do it. Because I watch all of you do it every day, and you've been so encouraging of my work. And so, I just had faith that you might be encouraging of this other work too. And I just want to thank you for inspiring me and for sticking with me and for being my friend because you are. So thank you. I share the glory and the road to glory with you because I couldn't do it without you. Thank you for listening. As always, if you like the show, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts follow the show on Spotify. You can take a screenshot of it and post it to your Instagram stories, tag at Unleash Your Inner Creative and at Lauren LaGrasso. I will repost you. Be sure to check out Road to Glory this Friday, November 8th, 12 a.m. Eastern Time. You can pre-save it right now at the link in my Instagram bio. And please post a song and I'll definitely repost that as well. Tell a friend about this show, by the way. Podcasts are really spread person to person. And by you telling a friend, it just helps the community grow and it helps us all become more successful because we can support each other in our own creative projects. Thank you, Liz Full, for the show's theme music and for being such a kick-ass friend. She's just been so great these past few weeks, especially with the release coming out. And I love you. And I hope this week you give yourself the grace... To be in the place where you don't know, but you allow yourself to be okay with that. And that you get a little bit closer this week to knowing yourself. But also give yourself kindness because it's kind of an endless journey. We'll be getting to know ourselves more and more every day throughout the rest of our lifetime. And that's okay. Like I always say, as long as I can keep winning the most improved superlative, I'm going to be happy. All right. I love you so much. Thank you again. I believe in you. Talk next week.